What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. My name is Corey. My name is Alex. And today, we are going through the deck. We are participating in a friendly debate. Yes, a friendly debate. So Um, we have this game called, what is it called? I I Descent. I Descent. And it's a debating game. And you're allowed to put in votes and try to get your vote. To win, mm-hmm. um, great game. It is a really fun game, and we have we both have pre-selected a couple of them. So similar to last week, it's kind of a um, play along. Yeah, a play along episode. You can do this with your partner or with friends. Um, pause after we've posed the question, debate amongst yourself, mm. listen to our response, or you know yeah or just listen but also if you want to get the game i descent we'll put a link in the show notes and a portion of the proceeds go to the aclu really Mm-hmm. since when since always since it's on the box oh really i never yeah. saw that on yeah the box. specifically to um hold on talk while i go grab the box oh um i don't really know what to say <laughs> uh so Celebrate Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg's groundbreaking work and fierce commitment to equality and human rights. Sure, the issues in this game are completely absurd and ridiculous, but just by playing, you are making a difference. A portion of this game's proceeds will be donated to the American Civil Liberties Union, which is home to the Women's Rights Project that Ginsburg co-founded. Wow, I never read the back of the box. That's why I bought the game. I, oh, saw I, that, just, I, I saw that before I even bought the game, and I was like, I'm just going to buy this. I bought it. I thought you bought it just because I saw there's like a little cartoon picture of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and I thought that's why you got it. And also, you like. I love her. Su- Supreme Court and like politics shit. And we donate, we donate monthly to the ACLU. Yeah, wow. But I, this, so the game Did was on the shelf that. backwards, and I read that, and then I turned around, I was like, what is this? And I was like, it's an arguing game. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> wow. So, oh, well, this episode just got a fuck ton better. <laughs> yes. Also, wow. as we speak, as we literally were sitting here, we just found out that yes. Senator Kamala Harris is a VP pick. Very, very exciting. I'm super stoked. What are your initial thoughts? Um, I don't know too much about her because I was focused on other um, people during the primaries. Yeah. Yeah, So I need to do my little, my research, but the little bit I've heard from her, I think she's wonderful and I think she's a great, a great pick. Yeah. Um, Of all of the things that could be wrong with her. The only thing that I can see that I know of is her is her record as a prosecutor is not necessarily great. Mm. But, um, you know, the criminal justice system in the U.S. is completely <clears throat> fucked. Yeah, and like, um, there will never be a perfect candidate, so. Yeah, no such thing. And unless their name is. Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> and even he was not perfect. Even he was, he not, was perfect. not perfect. He had his own. Human beings are, it's a weird thing. Like everyone's like, what's the perfect, there's no such thing as perfect yet. No yeah. person is perfect. That's the beauty of yeah. humanity. Sorry. Um, 
Yeah, so we're gonna. So basically, like, we are not playing the game, but I no. cannot recommend this game enough. It it's is really super fun. fun. It gets your brain pumping. So we just are kind of cheating a little. Yeah, cheating well, because it, it, it's also kind of hard to play with two people. Can't I don't even. Yeah, you need four. You need the more people. The more people that play, the better. Um, but we just pulled some topics. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna go through those. Um, but before but, we get into yeah. that. We're going to do Let's, Wednesday Wisdom. What's your Wednesday Wisdom? Um, yeah, players, three to nine players. So you can't really play it with two. Um, my Wednesday Wisdom is I just finished reading a book called The Husband's Secret. Um, oh, gosh. I'm totally blanking on her last name. L- L- mm. Okay, I can't remember her last name. Leanne what's my secret? Something. Um, she wrote... She wrote um, Big Little Lies, and Mm. as most people probably have seen the show on HBO, she wrote that book, and she also wrote a book called What Alice Forgot, which I read first before seeing Big Little Lies and reading The Husband's Secret, so I read What Alice Forgot, saw Big Little Lies, and now I've read um, The Husband's Secret. So, so good. Such a page-turner. It took probably about... 50-ish pages for me to kind of like really get into it um but it's it's really really good so it follows three different women and throughout the book you see how these three women are connected and the main character cecilia her husband has a secret and that secret is what connects all of these women and their lives and I like reading it gasping out loud yeah you told me a little bit about and it. i was, like, I was oh, yeah i was trying to give you the rundown um, but because they follow three different storylines, it's, it's a little confusing. Um, but it yeah, was, you were trying to explain <laughs> to me. It was so cute. Also like, it was very comical. I would say your underappreciated super skill is explaining things. Like plots you're really and... good at like plots and like recaps <laughs> and like yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> well, thank you. My n- un, un super superpower. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is my Wednesday wisdom. If you're looking for a good book. Uh, go read The Husband's Secret. It's phenomenal. And um, I know that's like because it's based off of three women and a woman wrote it. Like, I really don't think it's like a woman's book. Like, mm. if you like mystery novels, it, it's really, really good. I, I, I can't recommend it enough. Nice. Anyway, your Wednesday wisdom? My Wednesday wisdom. Um... I was thinking about this. I am a um, a big bag guy, as we may or may not have talked about <laughs> on this podcast. But I've had the same backpack now for like a hot second. And the Timbuktu one. Timbuktu one. And one of the things that I've been like thinking about when I like look for products to buy is uh do they come with a lifetime warranty mm. and timbuktu does because i was looking at the back i was like oh it's kind of cracking here it's got like little things so i'm gonna look to turn it in and see if i can get another one i'm sure that there there's nothing structurally wrong with it but um look for products that have really good warranties too many times and i'm guilty of this we buy things online that are just like cheap and junk and like it just you know we're gonna do an episode on sustainability and trash mm-hmm. and you've really influenced me to like think about what i'm buying and think about what i'm purchasing and i have for the most part stopped ordering from amazon at work which is like a really hard thing to do yeah um, but that's all because of you but yeah i mean finding products that are gonna last a long time 
or have like really good warranties is like a is a really good thing. I mean, and also just like in general, like spending a little bit more money to have something of quality is going to yeah. last a long time. So yeah, a lot of people ask me about like blender recommendations, and the first thing I say is I know it's pricey, but buy saving it. to get a Vitamix. If you want a blender, like you could buy, like I could tell you to buy like the Nutribullet or like a Ninja. You'll have that for a few years and then need to get another one. But if you can save your money to get a Vitamix, it will literally last you so it, forever. It's such oh, a good yeah. blender. It's like an heirloom piece of, I mean, also what's crazy, which I didn't know is it has an overheating like kill sensor. Yeah. So, like, it's smart enough to know if you're fucking up the blender, yeah. it will literally stop it for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's remember so Remember when we were so, making nut butter and it just, like, shut off? And we're yeah. like, why do you do that? It's like, oh, it has an automatic shut off if yeah. you're fucking it up. It's, I think so, that's so cool. When, thankfully, I was gifted that. It was, like, a birthday, graduation, early Christmas gift <laughs> from my mother. And, uh, yeah, I will probably never have to buy a blender ever again. Um, so, yeah, I totally agree with that. Anywho... Shall we debate? I Let's, wish I could do, do like a like crack like my knuckles. Yeah, that I just cracked them. I know that wasn't very good. <laughs> I just yeah. cracked my knuckles. Let's debate. But I can usually get all ten fingers. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna shuffle the deck. Oh, you don't need to shuffle them. We're good. Well, just for fun. Gucci. Just for fun. So we split the deck in half, and we each pick. There's sixteen. I was gonna say let's make it an even number, but there's sixteen because. 16 is a good number for, for us. Okay. What's the first one? Oh, the first one is, oh man, Corey has said this so many times. The first one is gymnastics is the most difficult sport. True. <laughs> Why do you think it's the most difficult sport? Okay. Because physically speaking, it's the hardest barrier to entry. Think about it like this. In gymnastics, so like in CrossFit, what's like the hardest move? Uh, arguably. Arguably. The muscle. The up. muscle up, right? <laughs> in order to even compete, you have to do in a gymnastics. Muscle up. Yeah, I know. It's like a like it's what they teach like five year olds. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's compulsory. Yeah. Um, some of the shit the gymnasts can do is insane. Oh, amazing. And it's like, if it's deadly like you'll break a neck if you're not doing it i think most sports can can be considered deadly though yeah but you're not flying 10 15 feet in the air in most sports i would say yeah unless you're diving right but then you're landing in water (laughs) like you're not gonna break your neck falling in water um i mean i go back and forth between that and mma what do you what do you think um well okay so it depends on what we're okay so (laughs) dangerous and difficult are two different things so for you to say like you can like break something it's really dangerous i think that's a whole he's scratching on things yes um that's a different argument difficult i would still say gymnastics you would still say gymnastics yeah what about um like since we mentioned water like water polo have you seen a gymnast body have you seen a water polo yeah. player body? Yeah. Like, and also, dude, come on. What, every episode, you're killing us. Um, I think gymnastics is very, very challenging. I think it is a really difficult sport. What about... Um, oh, shit. <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but what's the... in? Um, 
uh, rhythmic dancing with the the ribbons. ribbons. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke, but I forgot what it's called. Um, but that also is a form of gymnastics. Rhythmic um, gymnastics, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I will agree. Gymnast oh, it, right. gymnastics is the most difficult sport. All the same. Because there is a lot of skill and technique involved, and but the, also it's a solo sport. So, like, ice hockey, very difficult. I think it's super difficult. You are on blades, and you have to have, like, you always have to be looking yeah. around. Mm-hmm. and. I mean, I, I think <clears throat> hockey is up there. Because, yeah. like, any, like, if you take a basketball player, they'd probably be pretty good at football, probably be pretty, pretty good at baseball. They can't skate. Yeah. It's, like, a completely different skill set. Yeah. So, like. But do you think a hockey player could play basketball and baseball absolutely. and football? Yeah. I mean, maybe not. I mean, I would say hockey players are better overall athletes than any athlete on the planet. I would say mm-hmm. better overall than most. But there's, a, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. That's not really based on any kind of scientific. It's just my own gut. Yeah. Okay. But most of the guys I played with are talented yeah. athletes. I I would, if we're not counting dance. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you can count dance. On that. No, that's okay. Um, fall is better than spring. Mm. I think when I lived in California, fall was better mm. because fall was the most drastic season and it was really beautiful to see all the leaves change, but living in a, living in a city where the winter lasts forever, I think spring now is better than fall because spring you get the break from the cold mm. and I like warmer weather. So to me, spring is better. So I would disagree with this. I would say spring is better than fall instead of fall. I would agree. Springtime in New York City is magical. Yeah. All the beautiful flowers are in bloom. And people. And people's energy are just like, just everyone's just, the weight has lifted off of them because no more And everyone's wearing like skimpy clothing, like boys and girls. Everyone's (laughs) like shedding all their clothes and they're getting their summer bodies out. It's, yeah, I love the spring. Yes. Um... Hard work is more important than talent. Hard, what is it? What is this? How does the saying go? Hard, ber- hard work beats talent when talent don't work. Is that what the saying is? I think so. Hard, hard work, work beats, beats talent, talent when, when talent, talent doesn't, don't, work. doesn't work. Hard work beats talent. I, I would yeah. say hard work beats talent 99% of the time. Yeah. Again, I, would, I would mostly agree with that. I would yeah. mostly agree with that. Yeah, I would also agree with that because, like, thinking about my field, um, dance, like, you can be a really talented dancer, but if you're lazy in rehearsals and you're lazy in, in like, your practice, yeah, then you're probably not going to get very far. But if there's someone who's tenacious and works really hard and shows the choreographer and the company directors that they they like want Want it it, and they're willing to work for it i think most people are going to look towards that rather than the talented douchebag yeah i also the one of the most infuriating Mm. things to me as a as an athlete growing up was when you had a kid that was so much like so clearly better than everyone else And they just had the worst fucking attitude or like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm like saying. or they just like didn't 
have any kind of like tenacity or work ethic. I'm like, dude, you, if you have, if you could put together the mental with the, your physical ability, you could fucking be, you yeah. could be the best player ever. You could be. Yeah. And that's why it's infuriating. That's why I think, um, Michael Jordan, we, I mean, we just finished the documentary a few weeks oh, ago. Yeah. I think that's why he's so fucking spectacular oh, he because put the, he was the whole package. He had a lot of just pure talent, but his hard work, I think, was more yeah. than his talent. And his hard work made him talented. Yeah. And his ability to, like, take one little slight and turn it into this, like, <sighs> fucking fire and yeah. anger. People would be like, he looked at me the wrong way. And he just, like, went off. He, like, yeah. decided in his mind that it was, like, this huge insult. And yeah. it's like, dang, that's crazy. So then I'm going to agree. Hard work is more important I would agree. Talent. Absolutely. 100%. Taking a nap just makes you more tired. Ooh, I agree with that. Yeah. Yes. Because I, if I take a nap, unless it's on like a Sunday morning or like a vacation, like for some reason, when we go to your mom's house, <laughs> I sleep, I, I <laughs> never sleep better than when I'm at your mom's house. It's kind of <laughs> nuts. Um, and she's probably listening, but the best sleep I've ever had in my entire life was at your mom's house. But, um... <laughs> Other than at your mom's house, anytime I take a nap, I'm like groggy and then like it's hard to like get going and mm. then I'm always wake up hungry. Yeah. Um, I disagree. I, I feel like I can take a nap and wake up refreshed. You know, it's not like immediately my eyes open. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm ready to go. But I do feel like, I, I think it's one, it's in my blood. <laughs> and two, I think from... Working at Starbucks when I was working at Starbucks oh, yeah. 10 years ago, however long that was ago. Um, more than that. No. Really? Yeah, because... When did I, you quit? Well, I'm thinking of like the college days. Mm. I, that was 2008, yeah. 9. So, okay, so like 11 years ago. Um, but... Um, yeah, when I'd have to work super early in the morning, like 4 a.m., and I'd come home and take a nap and then go to class. Yeah. Like, that helped me. Yeah, so, oh, for sure. That makes sense. I think that making a na- taking a nap does not make you more tired. I disagree. Right, so, we, so I agree. You disagree. disagree. All right. Yeah. Um, money can buy happiness. One million percent. Yes. Oh, really? Yes, Absolutely. Well, I would say 1 million percent no. It can take cares away, but you can take the most depressed person and give them a million dollars. And they're going to buy things that might soothe the pain for a little bit. But if you don't fix what's in your head or your chemistry, Mm -hmm. it's not going to, a million dollars isn't going to make you happy. Hear me out. You can if, buy a therapist. That no, means, oh. all I'm saying is like, if you have someone that's struggling to keep their head above, head above water to even put food on the table, do you think that that person is more happy or less happy than someone that has all of the money in the world and is not worried about that and can like, and is, but is dealing with other issues? Which one do you think is easier? Uh, well, I mean, I think it just depends on the issues and also like the issues and money isn't necessarily related. I think that money can buy happiness up to a certain point. I feel like if you're not worried about where your next meal is coming from and where, where like what's going to happen in your life, you know, um, 
like uh, some it, like some unexpected car trouble is going to put you out of work and that like you know your whole life could collapse then i would say yeah money can buy happiness that puts you at ease i'm gonna say something that might be slightly insensitive to me to, to anyone who I, i'm 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 just i'm gonna say it so i'm gonna take the example of and again i don't know because I'm not in their shoes and I will never know, but I'm thinking of some of the people that live very, very wealthy in New York. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of their kids and I'm, I'm not again, like I'm not trying to stereotype, but there are some kids that grow up in the world, not just in New York, but with privilege, with so much money that they will never have to think about it. But I have heard stories and I have been around kids who have very, 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 very wealthy parents who do not show a lot of love to Mm. their kids. So, and I've seen kids who are extremely happy and very clear that they do not have a lot of money. So I mean, I think that there, I mean, those, those kids that live where they will never have to think about money in their life and they will never have to work a day in their life because their family is so wealthy. If they don't have parents that love them and, and you can also grow up with parents who don't love you and be very happy. I'm not saying that that's the issue, but I'm using that as an example of, right. You could have all the money in the world, and if you don't have love, then you might you might not be yeah. a happy person. Yeah. So but that's I, why I think that money cannot buy happiness. And again, like if you can. don't, if you don't fix, you know what's going on inside, yeah. you could have all the money in the world and not not be happy. Oh, there's plenty of but I agree rich with people you. that commit suicide and are super unhappy. I yeah, know, I know but, wealthy people that are unhappy. But I, I agree with you that it, it definitely money can take a lot of stress off of, out of your life. Yeah. But I don't think it can buy happiness. Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever been to laser tag? <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, all I wanted to do, anytime I was playing laser tag, that bought, paying for it bought me happiness. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's a. Yeah, it's kind of a weird question. <laughs> I say no. You still. I say you still yes. Say yes. I think money can buy you. Still happiness. say yes. Yeah. I say no. Um, the voting age should be lowered to sixteen. Yes. Really, I yes. say no. Why? Because thinking about how I was at sixteen and how some of my friends were, specifically male friends, I don't think they should have the power to vote. <laughs> I don't think you. Why should mature- they be able to drive if they can't vote? Um. That's a good question. Um, because I, I just don't think you're mature enough to make that decision. And Why not? Because I don't think you're mature enough. So just you like, don't think that 16-year-olds are could be educated? In, like Greta Thunberg is not educated okay, enough to well, make like a decision well, like that? That is a very rare 16-year-old, but, but then, yes. I don't think she's as... I think she's rare in what she's been able to accomplish. I think there there are a lot more kids out there. I think that now. Are, I remember me at 16, like, yeah, I was dumb and I like... But I was still like very democratic at 16. Like I was still yeah. like into that idea of like... Clinton being president, I think that was when I was, I mean, he was a little bit younger, but I, I, I just, I, I feel like, I don't know. Okay, if so you can drive, you... you should be able to vote. Hmm. 
if you're going to get trusted to get behind a two-ton death machine, <laughs> I feel like you could probably be okay to make a decision on who should run the country. Are 16-year-olds dumb as fuck? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I think that there are more that are like level-headed. There's always outliers for every group, but I feel yeah. like, I don't know, it goes both ways. Maybe not. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I still, I don't know. I, I still think that 16 is just really young and you do really stupid things when you're young and without the, yeah. a lot of consequence. Like I was listening to a Dak Shepard episode today and um, they were making a joke that they were joking about what Monica would be like if she was the president that she would not like dictate anything like she would be all of the secretaries and like be her own secretary <laughs> and they were joking and he was and Dax was pointing out that there are still tons of people that will write in like Mickey Mouse as a <sighs> as an option yeah. and I think that's what 16 year old kids would do like idiot kids like not thinking like not taking it Voting serious enough yeah. not taking it serious enough yeah that's true I just uh, I don't think that I think there are there are definitely are people that are mature enough and would take it seriously, but I do think it's all of the bad bunch <laughs> that keep it from being sixteen. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be a bigger person here. Not a bigger person, but I'm gonna try to I think I'm gonna change my mind because the youth never vote anyways. <laughs> I mean yeah. everyone's like, Oh, if the young people all voted it would be uh, but like the young never yeah. vote, so you know what? That's and, right. It should not be. And I, I I'm going to make that. one more point. You've convinced me. When you're 18, most 18-year-olds are in college and they're starting to ha- they're starting to have more of a mind for themselves. They've been removed from their pa- I mean some of them have been removed from their parents so they're able to fully make their own decision. And when we were we talking this all about on the No, we were not talking about it on the podcast. I was just talking we were talking about it in uh, anyway. Um when you're young and when you're in under the influence of your parents, sometimes you don't have the ability to think for yourself because you just grow up like thinking like, Oh, I'm just going to agree with my parents. And then when you're removed, when you're 18 and you're away at college, you're able to have more of your own. Yeah. yeah, Your own ideas and the comfort of not being under your parents' house to think however you want. So that's another reason why I think it should not be lowered to 16. Yeah, I agree. Young kids are dumb. I just like want to believe in the youth of America, and like I want to believe. But eighteenth, eighteen is still human the youth beings of are not done developing until they're twenty five. Yeah, I was dumb. I still am dumb as fuck. But like, I definitely like. I feel like I woke up out of a drunken stupor when I was like twenty six or twenty seven. I yeah. was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should get my shit together. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think you've convinced me otherwise. I just, I don't know. I'd like to believe in the good people. We spent way too much time on that one, but. That's okay. I really wish that I had a, like, Michael Scott, um, uh, like, what's hey, it Michael called? Scott. No, no, no. The little. <laughs> the gavel. Yeah, the gavel. <laughs> yeah. Sold. <laughs> hey, bada, 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 bada. Swing, bada, bada. It's okay to have the air conditioning on and the windows open in the car yes absolutely not yes. what a fucking waste it's just going straight out the window what do you mean it's a waste it's the air is just getting sucked out the windows yeah but what if you want like the feeling of being outside but with like the the cool air blowing on you like you're inside then decide which one you want 
I don't think it's okay to have both. What is wasteful? It's just the alternator. Yeah, and like... then you have to refill the alternator. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what an alternator is. <laughs> that was cute. That was cute. Uh, I say yes. Okay. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, like, live. But you're li- like, but don't. But don't. It's just wasteful. Yeah. I mean, would you, would you have the AC on in the house and open the windows? No. Why do you think it's different in a car? And uh, why wouldn't why wouldn't well, you open personally, it? Personally, I don't. I if I usually I'm a windows closed AC on, unless and it's why? really nice. Then I want to be outside. Because I'm more about like what's going to make me comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if you want to have the AC on and you're dumb enough to do that with the windows open, you should be able to. It's your life. But it, it says it's okay to have the air conditioning on and the windows open in the car. Is it okay? Yeah, it's okay. You think it's okay? I don't do that, but it's okay if someone wants to. Yeah, I, I, I stand firmly I and think it's you not should. okay. Yeah, I think it's okay. Okay. Squeak. <laughs> Squeak. Uh, the week should start on Monday. Yes. I agree. So many times it's like the deadline is by the end of the week and like the end of the week is Saturday because Sunday is the first day of the week. So it's confusing. Yeah. I've missed a lot of but different things because of that. There's plenty of countries that start their week on Sunday. I know. It's just so stupid because it's like that's the day off. But not to them. Yeah, but also, when, what do you mean they start their day? Like, they go to work on Sunday? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm, work should start, the, the, the week should I start mean, on in, Monday. I in mean, our, in our country, in, our, in the way we live in our society, yeah. Monday is technically the start, I mean, not technically, but to us, it is the start of the week. That's when you start your work week is Monday, mm-hmm. and Sunday is off, so... Yeah. Um, a lot of people even say the week starts on, like, we'll start next week on Monday. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, most of, pe- of the people are like that, but the government doesn't run that way. Yeah. So, um, except they're closed on Sundays, which is also weird. Yeah. They're closed on the first day of the week. It's so stupid. Yeah. Government's dumb. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think the week should start on on Monday. Yeah. Uh, and most American well. calendars have, yeah, like, Monday, Monday as the, the start. Day. So, okay. We agree. Um, did you want to read any of these? Sure. Keep yeah, I'll, I'll read. Uh, what do we got here? Aliens have visited our planet. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Yes, they have. Absolutely. I the New York that Times. that one for you. Thank you. I appreciate You're that. Absolutely. Yes, they ha- we have been visited multiple times and there is alien crap to prove it that the New York Times said there are vehicles here from, not from this planet. So that's a fact. <laughs> What do you think? Oh, wait, Jude, don't move. I was going to take a picture of you. Um, I think I need a little bit more proof. I know. I know. I just... This is going to be great when we talk about the next question. Oh, Jude, I'm trying to... Hey, can you pay attention to me? Oh, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Okay, stop. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, I think I need just a little bit more. What would make proof. you? But you did you not watch that? Did I watched, you watch the Bob watched, Lazar documentary with me? No. Oh, we need to watch that. Okay. I think it'll change your mind. Okay. I think that might change your mind. Um, 
Yeah, I... Hmm. I think that there are a ton of weird things that happen that can't be explained, that it's easy to say, like, oh, yeah, that those were aliens. Um, sure. But... I don't know. To say the aircraft was something that was not on made on this planet, like, American government doesn't know every single technology that has ever been made in the entire world. There could be countries that are hiding certain technology. So... How do we know that it wasn't made? Because I think it was like a cross. I think it was like a global. You think I don't that know. I just the yeah. U.S. government talked to other countries and said, "Did you I make this? I think that they're Did pulling info. I think that the U.S. has a pretty good idea of what everyone has. Yeah. Also, I think the reason that they're saying that it's not from this planet is because everything on Earth to make it go, you have to shoot shit out the back. Yeah. <laughs> like that's true. That's the truth. You want to, if yeah. you car goes forward, something comes out the back. It's yeah. like a combustion based <laughs> just... Taco Bell. <laughs> go for it. Shit it out the back. <laughs> I had a rough week. I had Taco Bell the other day. I've had a rough couple days. Um, oh, that's why you're so farty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, okay. I think I still, I visit, aliens have visited our planet. I still need a little bit more proof. How do you explain the pyramids? <laughs> oh God. Okay. It's okay to put pineapple on pizza. Yeah. Fuck it. YOLO. Live your life. YOLO, bitch. Live your life. <laughs> Hell yeah. Pineapple's delicious. Yeah. This is, this is, this question, this next question is literally geographically based. Tap water is just as good as bottled yeah. water. <laughs> Not in Flint, motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah. in New York, it's better. Yeah. I think it's better. Well, I, yeah, I, I see this as two different things. <laughs> I see this as... The answer as... is no, but also yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Because I would take tap water in New York over bottled water, but in California, tap water tastes like shit. Yes, it does. But... Tap, I would rather not have bottled water because plastic. of plastic yeah. and shit. But so, also in other countries, if you don't drink bottled water, you get dysentery. Yeah, so, exactly. Also... So it, this one is a hard one to answer. But if we're going on <sighs> waste, tap is better. Yes. If we're going on fear of, <laughs> of shitting your, your brain life, out. <laughs> then tap is better. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, this is interesting. Cereal is cereal with milk is a soup. Yes. I picked that one for you yes, too. Yes, I know you did. Yes. hundred um, percent. No, I don't. I, I think soup is soup and cereal is cereal. What's the difference between a stew and a soup? A soup is a soup and a stew is a stew. A stew is typic a stew is typically vegetables and meat. Not pureed. That, that, no, I mean their soup, that chicken noodle soup isn't pureed. But there's but no stew pureed is, stew. No, that's because stew, if you would let me fucking finish, stew is more roughly chopped vegetables and meat. It's like bigger chunks of things. Mm. It's and a soup is like a stew you typically have to eat with like a knife or maybe a fork as well because you you can't spoon right, right, right. the things in. Right. But soup 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 <laughs> soup is soup and cereal is cereal. Cereal is but you have cold soup like gazpacho. Yeah, and that's soup. And but I do you wouldn't have cold? Si Okay, so is cereal gazpacho? 
You're right. You're is right. gazpacho cereal then cereal? Is not cereal? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I cereal with milk is cereal <sighs> with milk, God. and soup is soup. Yeah. Uh, this next one is I would love if someone disagrees with us on this. I would say I would I want you to physically pick up the phone and call me and explain this why college athletes should get paid. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> Why do you think? Why do you think college athletes? His eyes are so wide. He's about to shake his finger at me. Why do you think college athletes should be paid? College athletes should be paid because they are literally putting their lives and bodies on the line for the betterment and financial gain of the institution. Mm-hmm. They should get a cut of it. Most, a lot of college athletes, though, are on scholarship. And that's how they're quote unquote getting paid because they're not having to pay for school or part of school. Are they selling jerseys for athletes and making money off of that player's name on the jersey? I don't know. Is that something that schools do? Yeah. Oh, but that's only probably worth something for. But like if I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm a Duke university fan and I love a player on the Duke university basketball team. But before, I was like, I don't care about Duke. But then I found this player that I'm really inspired by, and I want to go pay. I'm paying a ticket to go see that person. That person should is get a cut. probably getting a scholarship. Sure. And is getting is paid a scholarship, through. Is a full scholarship, but you blow out your ACL, break your leg, and you can't play anymore. What, did, what then are your... I mean, obviously, you get a free education. But, uh, yeah. So you're saying a free education is worth putting your body on the line? No, no. I'm saying a free education is a form of payment. Sure, but not allowing them to make money on their names and their skills just because they're getting a free education is crazy. I think I think they should get full scholarships and get paid. Like they're yeah. not making any. Even those students that are on full scholarships still like they still like are going to come out of school. You know, maybe maybe not one hundred percent debt free. Like they may still have debt. There's a lot of college athletes like in the junior college systems that go into debt to go to school that are trying to get full ride scholarships. I've been watching, um, last chance you, yeah, the Laney college that they did in Oakland. These kids are paying to go there. No scholarships. There's no housing for them. There's no dorms. They all have to find their own housing and they all work jobs. It's like they should be getting paid. If people are going to the games, I feel like they should get a cut of it and they should work that out amongst themselves. But the top NCAA schools yeah. like Michigan that are pulling in that are pulling in like hundreds of millions of dollars, players should get a cut of that. Yeah, but I also think college is for college and students go students should go to college for an education and the bonus is, you know, they're getting to do what they want to do and they love to then hopefully get a job out of it. But college isn't for making money colleges for studying and practicing your craft, whether that is an athlete or a mathematician. But my thing is like the, uh, okay. I understand. I I, I hear what you're saying. So you're saying because the school is benefiting financially off of the players, specific players, and those specific players are not seeing any of that money. Well, they're also physically, they're putting their brains and their, if we're talking football or or hockey or whatever, they're putting their bodies on the line. Yeah. So as if any, any, any athlete. So what I'm saying is like, is, is getting, um, traumatic brain injury, getting a free edge. Like if you, if you 
get a free education, but you've had nine concussions I playing think football. That's, that's your your choice. Like if you're choosing to go to college, mm. if you're choosing to make that step, like it's not so you, you do know not going think into it. I think they are getting paid. They're getting paid through different ways. They're getting paid through scholarships and the opportunity to be seen by pro uh, recruiters who are going to take them onto the professional world and then they'll get paid. But the percentage of college is for college is for to be to study and work on your craft and then you go into the professional world. Mm. So why shouldn't if math, if scientists, if science students are discovering things for at the school, do you think they should be paid like a regular scientist? The science department isn't pulling in hundreds of million dollars for people to watch them do science. Not necessarily. If yes. there's science schools, if there's schools that are like really, really high in science and people are like Harvard gets, they get like tons of grants and stuff like the Harvard benefits from their students discovering things and doing good things in the science department. Also, they just have a fuckload of super wealthy donors. Yeah. But the students aren't seeing, reaping any of the benefits that the donors are donating to but the they science. they should though. That's what I'm saying. Like these... These colleges so, are but my, but financially, my... they are financially gaining money yeah. off of, off of student athletes. But why do they get to make, okay. So they're offering a hundred thousand dollar education. Okay. For okay, four years. Here's, here's, here's my rebuttal to that. So the college is making money. Yes. The students aren't seeing it, but what college is for, it's a four year experience quote unquote, you go in, you get out, the next person is in line to get in. So the college is continuously spending money on students and it continuously needs to make money. It's just a cycle. Students come in, they do good things for the college, the college benefits, they go into the outside world because the students benefit too. It's not like they're getting the shit end of the stick. Like they're doing good things, they're making the school money, but they're doing good things to be then be seen by recruiters or to get a good thing on their resume or yeah, whatnot I agree with to you. then go off and then the next person comes in and benefits from it. I think it's just a cycle. And yeah. if all of the students would take the money, then the college would be left with nothing. Obviously they would have plenty, but I'm saying like if the Jersey, the money that goes from the Duke Jersey goes to Duke and that goes back into the basketball pool of money to then benefit the basketball team in the future and in the next generation that comes along and maybe they get a better basketball whomever maybe they get a better doctor maybe they get a better physician or whatever and then that makes them even better and then that makes the students even better so then they can go on have a higher chance of getting yeah into I mean, the, M- the NBA. So I, I hear, I hear you. Like my thing is like the percentage of players that make it to the professional leagues is like super small. Yeah. The percentage of players that go and get hurt is higher than the yeah. percentage. I would imagine. I don't. I, I'm sure that there's science to back this up, and I mean maybe I'm wrong, but I imagine that the injury rate and the traumatic injury where it's like career ending is equal to. Yeah. or greater than the amount of players that make it into the professional leagues and make an actual living. So all I'm saying is like $25,000 a year to put your body on the line like yeah. that, I think there should be a kickback. I'm not saying like deep, like there's a lot of good that comes out of sports. Like it, it gets pumped into other programs, arts, which yeah. it should. 
I just think players should see a little bit of a kickback. Like, why yeah. not? Um, as... And put it in put it in a side bank account, and they get it when they get out. Like, what's you know? Yeah. And then they have the opportunity. Like, it's a huge tax write off if they donate it back to the university. There's a million ways you could incentivize. Yeah giving and I, donating and be like, would you like to donate this yeah. money back to the program that we, you know, there's a yeah. whole lot of different options. I agree. If your name is on the product and it's for a specific person, I do think that person should see some of right, it. Right. But as someone who researched, um, yeah, you've done a lot of work in universities. Like they have a fuck ton of money and the students benefit from it. Yeah. They are not getting it in their bank accounts, but they're benefiting from it, from having personal trainers and nutritionists Massages and, and I get you, it. yeah. And physical therapists and all the things like they yeah. are benefiting from yeah. it. Maybe they're not benefiting from it in their bank accounts, but they are benefiting from sure. it. Sure. I different mean, way. But it's like, I mean, I don't know. It's like, because if the school didn't just make money they're... from that athlete, they wouldn't have the money to pay for all of but, the extra people that help them. But don't you think that they're doing that? Like, don't you think that it's cheaper for them to provide a physical therapist for all the players and a massage for all? It's cheaper than paying them. Mm. It's cheaper than paying them, which is why they're like, oh, but we're going to give you this and you have this nice locker room and you have, oh, look at all these uniforms and you have a nice dorm and we're going to feed you and here's a, have a massage, like... They're like dangling all these carrots. It's like, oh, I get to do this, this, and this in lieu of paying them because they're profiting off of them. Mm. Maybe. I, I have I some documentaries that might change your mind. I have a thesis that might change your Which mind. Which I'm happy to, <laughs> I'm happy to read about that. Avocados are overrated. Absolutely um, not. Uh, yeah, I think that, uh, no, I, I don't think they're I overrated. I think they're, they're wonderful and they're very nutritious and delicious. Um, but I do think they are, well, maybe they're not, I was going to say maybe they're overpriced. I think definitely some places they're overpriced. But... Also like really hard to grow though. Yeah, they? I know. That's why yeah. I was going to say, well, maybe not because it does yeah. take a lot of resources. And I don't think avocados are overrated. Um, next one. Beards make guys more attractive as my friend Tan or is it Tan or Jonathan? Beard is makeup for men. Beards are makeup for men. Uh, I think that's a subjective question because it depends on the person. I think there are some people that look better, men that look better with beards, and there are some men that look better without. What do you think about me? Do I look better with a beard or better without? It depends on your hairstyle. When you have long hair and a beard, I can't see enough of your face, so take the beard off. But when you have short hair, I think you're good either way. I shaved this morning. You didn't say anything. I did, didn't I? No. I did say something. I don't remember. I thought I did. Maybe you said it in your head. I must have. <laughs> I could have sworn I said, and you're I was saying something, and then I said, and your beard looks nice. Oh. Maybe well, not. I maybe I said it in my head. You probably did. I think it depends. You're sweet. It depends you on the person. Said that. Yeah. Depends on the person. Also, who is it? Who is a person with a really nice beard that is known for having a beard that you think would look awful without one? Oh well, okay. Back it up. Who is a person that is known for having a really nice beard? <laughs> Um, let's take King Leonidas and 300 Gerard. Whoa, whoa. Butler. Okay. Gerard Butler. Yeah. Gerard Butler and 300. Does he have a beard in that yeah. movie? Okay. Well, I think, okay. I'm not going to answer this question. I think Gerard Butler with a beard looks better than Gerard Butler without a beard. Um. But he also was like really ripped in that movie. And like very <laughs> handsome. Um, I don't know. I think he looks better with a beard for that role. Yeah. Okay. I think it depends. It depends on the person. Yeah. 
Um, last also like thinking of taking it back to queer eye. There have been, Ooh, sorry. There have been people that yes. have had beards and they're like, and they mm, that's off. gotta go. They're also neck beards, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Cool. I think it's depends. Final card. Oh, already. Okay. Final card. Ghosts oh. exist. Ooh. Um, I is like, Mm, I don't know. That's the only answer. Nobody knows. Yeah, nobody knows. But do you think... I mean, there's some weird shit that's <sighs> happening. in I just in learned about that... this place called Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, God, what is that? <sighs> it's apparently a whole bunch of crazy shit's going on. I think that there's a lot of things we can't explain. If you want to call them ghosts, I feel like that's okay. Because we don't know what they are. Yeah. I do think... I do believe in energy... Yeah. And I think that they're like, there's a, I follow this subreddit called glitch in the matrix where a lot of it's bullshit, but every now and then you'll get this person that's like, I found out about this community. This like really weird thing happened to me. Um, uh, like confirmed cases of like cell phone pictures where there's like a, like yeah. a deceased relative in the background and like people see it and they're like, what the fuck? Like this person's been dead for a while yeah. and then they, they just like show up and they're like very clearly that's that person or um, uh, you know, um, oh, I saw, I heard one the other day that was really weird. Some little girl, there's one where like this dad came on and he was like, uh, my daughter came into the living room saying there was broken glass all over the bathroom. And then, uh, both of the parents were like, what are you talking about? Uh, so they went to the bathroom, check, no broken glass. They all came back into the room with the little girl, heard something fall and crash, broken glass everywhere. The little girl goes, yeah, that's what I was telling you about earlier. Ooh, yeah. Like weird yeah. shit like that. Now I, I have no proof and I can't, I think they're real. I think, yeah. I think ghosts are, I think ghosts are around. Yeah. I've, I have heard a couple of podcasts where they've had like mediums on mm. and I feel like sometimes those things are kind of like gimmicky and not true, Yeah, but the people going into the podcast have been like adamant. Like, I don't really believe in this, yeah. but then during it, they're like, how the fuck did yeah. you know that? Yeah. It's a lot. So I've also been, to, I've also, I, the best, the closest thing I've also I never say, had an experience yeah. where I've felt. Yeah. So, the know. closest thing I can come to about ghosts is I was, I went to Gettysburg when I was in like ninth grade. And I just remember going there and being like, I was totally fine, like happy. I'm like, yeah, we get to go to Gettysburg. I love Lincoln. Like, this is going to be great, you know, this battle. And then, like, you get there and you're just like, it's like super heavy. Mm. Like, this whole just like, they tell you about all the fucking people that died. And then, Mm. like, I don't know if it was because of that, but like, there's just like, the energy. I'm sure if you go to like a concentration camp or somewhere where like a lot of people have died, there's probably some, I don't think your soul goes away. You know, I think that there's, Maybe, I don't know, I'm an atheist, but whatever. I, I just like, I can't imagine that like death isn't some in some way transactional. Yeah. It's all energy, right? So where does that energy go? Yeah. You know, when you die. Mm. Obviously back into the earth uh, if we're talking about like physical energy, but I don't know. Mm. I yeah. think ghosts are real. Yeah, I'd like to believe that ghosts are real. Yeah. Dude, I would love to have a ghost. Like <laughs> like uh, Umbrella Academy. You imagine having like a ghost you oh could talk to? God, that'd be, be so awesome. dope. Anyways. Yeah. Um, or like Casper. Casper. Casper the friendly ghost. Casper. 
Yeah. All Anything, right. Uh, stupid or embarrassing or funny happened to you this week? Um, that I said. Well, then you refill. What did I say about the car? What? What's the? Oh, you refill the alternator. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty. Also, good. actually, I did have something I was reminded of. Um, that was kind of like. Embarrassing also made me laugh a lot. I was home alone. It so it was when I was doing one of our puzzle my my puzzles, and I was sitting on the ground. And I was putting it together, and I was looking for a specific piece, and I could not find it. And I was like, I just put it down. Where did it go? And um, I walked up to like get water or something, and I came back, and I still could not find it, and I was so confused. And then like five minutes later, I found that it was like stuck to the back of my oh leg. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> That's great. Uh, that made me laugh a lot, and I also was slightly... It was not... I was really embarrassed by it, but I was like, oh, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I had a good little chuckle the other night when you were asleep thinking back on the guy eating corn. <laughs> um, oh. and that, one, that was the gift that kept on giving. Oh, man. If and then you... thinking about you laughing about the guy eating corn was like really <laughs> Was funny. that just our last episode? Yeah. Yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, listen to last week's episode. Oh my God, the corn-eating episode. What was that? Oh, it, that last week's episode was also kind of a interactive... Uh, stop. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> interactive, fun um, podcast. If you want something similar to this that you can listen to with your partner, with your friend, and you can... Answer you questions. Can discuss or like, yeah. and yeah, yeah, so... Fun. Yep. Yep. Well, thank you all so much for listening. This has been another episode of the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. And go get I Descent. Go get I'll I Descent. I'll put it in the show notes so you can... You think it'll fart when I put the... Yeah, do it. Oh, it didn't. I was gonna. I was hoping that I had a fart ready so I could say, <laughs> speaking of farting, but nothing came. Uh, All right. Uh, I love you. I love you. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>